Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, here's your host, Titus Bartolotta. Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle. I am your host, still, still got a job, (laughs) Titus Bartolotta, right here on Solutions from the Huddle. On ESPN Charlotte, we're podcasted all over the world, but our home base is right here in the Queen City, and we're so glad that you tuned in, because we know that you could be listening to just about anything. There's a few things on TV and radio in the world, Chris and I know that, but you're here with us and we appreciate it. I never sit alone, I'm sitting next to one of the finest dressed co-hosts in all of radio. He's got an outfit for radio, that's Chris Allison. Good morning, sir. What's going on, man? What I feel like you're a little sarcastic. A little, with no, <laughs> no, stop. A little sarcastic it, no. with that. No, good to see you again today, man. Yeah, man, absolutely. You looking good? How's the family? How's everything in e- life? Everything is good. Summertime is hit, and yeah. you know, so we're we're bearing down on some ninety-five and hundred-degree days. And My cool. least favorite time of the year. Yeah, yeah. Well, so um, I, I'm bald. And an extraordinarily pasty white. And so when I walk out of my car <laughs> to walk into the grocery store, I'm talking about the 36-second walk. Yeah. Sunburn. Sunburn, sunburn yeah. immediately. <laughs> and there ain't no sunscreen. Yeah. I mean, I got to put paint primer on to not get burned. You know what I'm talking about? buy you a hat. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, listen, we're going to get to it because we've got a short show and we've got an amazing guest with us. Uh, but we get started the same way every time. We ask that folks will join us. Uh, and here we go. Lord, we give you thanks for all things. We ask that you would bless this show. Uh, our guests, our sponsors, just everyone involved. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Amen. Amen. Uh, let's get right to it. So here's who's on the show. I mean, we might have the coolest, <laughs> most famous. I mean, we've had football players, basketball players, <laughs> global business celebrities, billionaires. We, we literally have. Uh, but today, today we have No Limit Larry host of the No Limit Larry and Morning Madhouse show. 21 years in radio. This My guy's, goodness. you know what I mean? He's been doing this for a minute. Born and raised in Charlotte, North Carolina, and a graduate of Johnson C. Smith University. On the show, my friend. Yep. No Lazy. Good morning, sir. What's up? What up, What up, Big Titus? Uh, and according to a recent Charlotte survey, one of the top five names, recognizable names in Charlotte. Ooh. So that they said it was Cam Newton, Michael Jordan, Kimba Walker, No Limit Larry, and some other person. (laughs) (laughs) I was in the top five, so that's all I cared about. And I was like, no, I really don't care about stuff like that. But it's just, it's just, it's it's a great honor to know that, you know, people all over, uh, as as far as the masses, recognize what you do and appreciate what you do. Well, here's the deal. I mean, you know, I've seen you, I mean, gosh, I've listened to you for years. Don't make and me feel old, Tyson. No, listen. <laughs> and, and y'all, he, he's not bald. He just shaves his head because he don't want you to see the gray hairs. This guy <laughs> has been doing it for a minute now. Yes. But I've been listening to you. I've been enjoying what you do. And I've told you this. Um, I, the, the songs you play are cool, and I would I would sing along and dance mm-hmm, along. Mm-hmm. But it was more about the words that you would weave in between mm-hmm. uh, the songs that you were playing as a DJ uh, on the radio. It, it was It was like you were... Finding a way to motivate and inspire people. You had an agenda. Yep. Like you had this agenda where you were like, I'm going to wrap this thing up in cool swagger. But underneath all this cool swagger, I'm going to try to motivate, inspire, teach, and change lives. Like that's what I was catching. Yeah. Is that right? Yep. And you know what? Um, coming from where I come from, I was born and raised here in Charlotte. 
you know, lived in almost every project here in Charlotte. So, you know, for our kids growing up, they don't get to see a lot of inspiration or a lot of motivation. So I just wanted to be, you know, that inspiration, that motivation. And, and I've always tried to put some of that on our radio show yeah. on a day to day basis. Yeah, you do. I mean, I hear it. I feel it. Yeah. And Thank I think you. the other thing, too, about you is there's a feel. You know what I mean? So, so for those of you, uh, I mean, there's probably six people that don't know who you are. That are <laughs> so part of the ones who voted for, for Cam and Mike. That's right. That's right. Now, what were y'all thinking? Um, but no, for the for the five or six people that don't know uh, who we're talking to, No Limit Larry from the Morning Manhouse Show, uh, Power 98, right? Mm -hmm. So for those people that don't know that, you know, tell them a little bit about kind of the the journey of the last 21 years in radio. Kind of how did you get uh, how did you get the bug? How did you get into it? And then how did you become one of the one of the top shows and, and one of the top five recognized names in Charlotte. Well, if you um, listen to my uncle, my uncle Ulysses, aka Papu, he'll tell you <laughs> that um, you know he always knew that I was gonna do something in radio because he, he came um, to my house when I was about uh, eight or nine years old, and he had this uh, DJ set from Germany, and I was playing with it, and he said one day you're probably gonna be on the radio, or you're gonna be a DJ. Now you know, growing up listening to the radio, I never realized it was a real job. Mm. I never realized it was a real job until I actually got to college and a guy by the name of Nate Quick stopped by our college at John C. Smith and said, um, you know, I work for the radio station and, you know, here's a little bit of what we do. And I was like, wow, that is a real job. I'm listening to somebody inside this box and they're coming through my speakers. But I didn't realize, you know, that was a real job because back then you really didn't see too many radio personalities. Mm. You just heard them. Yeah. So it wasn't like television. You know, you could turn on the TV, you would see, you would see your favorite television personality, and you could count it. You knew that was a job. Yeah. But as far as radio, didn't know it was a job. I got the bug um, from Nate Quick. He was like, listen, man, you know, um, radio is a real job. It's something that you can do, and you can change lives. And I was like, man, this is what I want to do. I always wanted to be an entertainer. Yeah. I grew up. Being an actor, think, thinking I was going to be the next Denzel Washington. Okay. So I did stage plays through high school and, and through college. I did national stage plays. But um, in college, I really got the bug to be a radio, radio personality. Yeah, I love that. And, and you know what I, I, I think that, and maybe I'm wrong, but what I think has sustained your, your career is not just the funny things you say, and, but, and not even the character, because I know you out. I mean, the character is not that exaggerated it's right. just kind of how you are that's right. how you are when you're not in right the and all but, my friends they, they, yeah. they're mad because they're like man you get paid to be yourself yeah i know <laughs> like like there's no caricature of yeah you. it's really but, not. but I, what i think has sustained it more than anything is is you can kind of feel when you're talking mm -hmm. there's a feeling you don't just hear it there's mm -hmm. an energy that you get um and, and i love that about you tell me a few of the things that you've tried to sprinkle into the show when you talk about how it's important for you to inspire and motivate people. And, you know, I think there's a difference between inspiration and motivation. I'd see you more as a motivational guy. Mm -hmm. I think inspiration is when somebody hears some, what someone, what someone else did something mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they feel good about what someone else did. And motivation is when you are moved to go do something good, your darn self. Mm -hmm. And you tend to like get people to take action. Cause I see all the community stuff that you do. Mm -hmm. People show up when no Leasy says to. Well, you know, the thing about it is you have to be an example. Like, I can't ask you to come to a community event if I'm not at a community event. Or if I haven't, you know, did a community event before, you haven't seen me do um, this community event, that yeah. community event, and, and put in 12 to, you know, 18 hours a day doing community events. Yeah. So I think that's the first part of it. So um, definitely try to 
uh, talk to people about being in the community, changing the community, getting out, you know, and voting. And just, you know, for me right now, my focus is on stopping the violence in our city. Um, and then the other part of that is I always try to put something educational or, or do something about education. Yeah. And a lot of people used to tell me back in the day, if you work now, you can play later and vice versa. If you play now, you're going to work later. Yeah. So now I get to play every day because I put the work in. Yeah. I got the education. I did that early on in life. So I always try to sprinkle in, hey, you go out there and get your education. I guarantee you, you're going to be a, in a better situation than you are in today, no matter what you're doing. Yeah. And no matter who you are. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, you're talking about violence in our community. Mm -hmm. So so this show, our home base is in Charlotte. We do have people, uh, Chris, we got folks all over the world. It's always so cool to see that podcast stuff when you mm -hmm. go all these other countries and places are listening. Um, and I don't even know how they can understand what we're saying. <laughs> different languages. Um, thank God for Google Translate for those folks. But anyway, um, vi violence is, is an issue, I think, everywhere in the world. I don't right. think there's a place where folks aren't. Right. Uh, letting violence dictate their decisions. But mm -hmm. how is that a, an issue here in Charlotte, in the Queen City? And what are you doing to try to try to stop it? Well, you know, here in Charlotte, um, it is very, very at the top of the agenda from from every community to every community leader right now. When you look at Charlotte's murder rate um, for the first five months of the year, we had one of the highest murder rates in the country. Wow. And that's not what our city is about. You know, point blank period, this is not what Charlotte is about. Uh, you take about three, four years ago, we had the lowest murder rate of any major city wow. in the country. So you, you have to go back um, in order to get to the future. Sometimes you got to look back at your past and see, well, what was I doing then that I can implement and do now? So the only thing for me that I can see that really changed was the leadership downtown. Okay. You know, just being strictly honest and strictly, sure, sure. You know, strictly open. The only thing that really changed was leadership. Um, and we didn't see, we don't see a lot of community involvement from our leaders downtown anymore so that's one part of it and then this housing crisis here in charlotte that's another part of it because we have little to none affordable housing so you're talking about people um got jobs making seven eight dollars uh you know on a paycheck you know seven dollars eight seven to eight dollars an hour when you really need to be making 12 to 15 dollars an hour sure. so that's a gap because you can't afford anywhere to stay and yeah. if i can't afford anywhere to stay then i'm gonna have to do things yeah. you know in order for me to afford the way i want to live so i think that contributes to the violence the lack of um education contributes to violence and just you know a feeling of hopelessness contributes to violence so yeah i don't think people rob and fight and steal and hurt because life's going great right <laughs> exactly you know, you know what i mean exactly. like i I don't really see a lot of people that are joyous and happy and got plenty of money and eating where they want to, and they're just slugging someone in the face in the, right. for, in the middle of the right. street. Right, unless somebody say something wrong to them, yeah, like slugging them in the face. But not just go, <laughs> but just going out acting on violence. You're absolutely right. If 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 I, if I got an abundance of things or or if I, I'm content where I'm at, then I'm not going out and do that. So we got to get more people to you know get to the level of contentment here. In how, how do we? How do we do that? You mentioned education, mm -hmm. um, and and I I can't agree more. I think uh, I think that's important. But but what exactly do you think that's getting in the way of people being able to have the means and resources to to enjoy life and feel fulfilled? Jobs, you know, people got to have jobs, and we got to have jobs that that pay pay a great a. a a substantial amount of money where they can afford housing. You know, I think it's it's just like a it's like a building block. One thing builds on another. So I think the first thing is jobs, and I think the second thing is man, a lot of people just out here just hungry. 
Like, yeah. we got to feed people, man. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing about it is we, we, you never know how, long, how a little thing goes a long way. Like, I work in a school system, too. I coach basketball at a school. So, and a lot of the kids, they'll come to me and they're like, Coach, man, I, um, can you get me something to eat? And you hear that over and over and over again. So, you begin to realize that that's a problem. That's a problem. Like, people are not out here eating. So, I think once you, you begin to meet people's basic needs, then you can you you can curb a lot of things once you start to meet people basic needs. Yeah, you know I, I I've shared my story with you, and mm. we have some similarities. We both understand what happens when people are hungry. Yep. <laughs> I, think, I, I think when your belly's hurting, you know, hopelessness kicks in. Right. When your belly's hurting, and desperation fear kicks in. Desperation yep. kicks in, and and you know there are things that I have done in my life that I'm not proud of mm -hmm. um, as a result of being hungry. And I think that when we can stop, when we can replace hunger and hopelessness with opportunity mm -hmm. and love a mm -hmm. lot of things change definitely love too because a lot of a lot of people feel like nobody cares about me so if something happened to me or i do something to somebody who's gonna care yeah so definitely love too you know i see there's these funny videos where people got signs free hugs mm -hmm. they're giving out free hugs I, you know anybody that knows me i hug everybody yep i can't you know when i was younger i was uh I, I say it all the time. I was kind of stupid and, <laughs> and and made bad choices and lived in, in situations that were uh, defining and, and, and influencing me more than I was influencing my surroundings. Mm -hmm. And I found that I was angry all the time. You know, I think that part of our problem is that people are angry all the time. Yep. And if you are busy hugging and loving folks, it's really hard to hate them and be right. angry. Right. And so sometimes where I think we need more resources, sometimes I tell people until you, you, you know, you mentioned Denzel Washington. He famously one time said, you got to do what you got to do until you can do what you want to do. Right. And so sometimes you got to make it work with scotch tape. You got to MacGyver right. things. And in the middle of MacGyver and things, when you ain't got the resources, it, the last thing you need is hate and anger. Right. If you just run around hugging and trying to love people, even when you're hungry and you got no hope, uh, you almost can will things into existence if you replace that anger with, I'm going to just force myself to love. So I remember when I first started hugging people, I didn't want to hug nobody. <laughs> I, if those hugs were probably different than they are today, yeah. it was probably short, quick, you know, that man hug where you just tap their shoulders real quick. Yeah, it is. All right. All right. We done. We just did yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I kind of forced myself to start loving and caring about folks before I had a reason to love and care about folks. Do you think that's important? Do you think that's possible? Man, yeah. And, you know, you mentioned the free hug thing. It is a big program going across America. And yeah. I know a, I know a young female started that here in the city of Charlotte. She does it every year. And it's a huge thing yeah. because nobody – not, I'm not going to say nobody, but a lot of people don't love on other people. Yeah. We get stuck to where we are. We make it we, – we're successful, and then we forget. Yeah. And not us in this room. No, yeah. But I'm just saying that as a general population, we, we make it and then we forget. Yeah. But you can't forget. You can't forget about the next man because if we keep bringing the next man up, then we all can come up together yeah. and we can love on each other. If we all eating the same meal, that's right. Then you can't eat. That's right. If we all eating the same meal, and we all happy. You know, I, I the the word for this year for me that I've I've tried to force myself to keep talking about. There's really two words, but one is significance. Mm -hmm. People chase success instead of significance, and the difference between the two, in my opinion is significance, when you talk about is a person successful or is, a, is that a person of significance, mm -hmm. I think that word significance means do you make an impact and change the, and move the needle for others. Right. And success doesn't necessarily mean that. Right. If you chase significance, you'll pass success on the way to getting a significance. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we can get folks to kind of have this mindset, 
you know, when I was a kid, Derek Jeter was my idol. We're on a sports network, so Chris likes when I bring up sports. <laughs> uh, but Derek Jeter, man, I, I just thought he was the coolest thing on the planet. I mean, I'm from New York originally, so the Yankees were my team. Mm-hmm. And I remember what, what did it for me was he was on ESPN, and he made the very first time he ever made what they call a Jeter play. Like, it was one of those things where he, he almost goes to third base, off his knees, does the bunny hop throw, and, and he became famous off of that, right? Mm-hmm. Did it his whole career. First time he did it, though, uh, he did a one bouncer to first base. The first baseman uh, didn't catch the ball. The guy was safe, but it was the—I mean, it was the greatest play you'd ever seen. And you know, da 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 They did that whole thing. When they interviewed him, Larry, the, his response when they were like, "That was the greatest play ever," he said, "Next time it'll be better." Mm-hmm. They were like, "What do you mean next time? That was the greatest thing." He said, "The first baseman didn't catch the ball because I didn't hit him in the chest. Mm. I didn't make him better. He mm-hmm. didn't get to be a part of the highlight because I didn't hit him in the chest, and we didn't make the play as a team. So it don't matter about me. I need to." be significant. I need to make him better. That's going to be the, my measure of success and victory. And I just thought, man, that's so much bigger than just how do I succeed? Right. Significance says, how do I make sure you succeed? Right. And, and that's the thing that I'm working towards. It's, it's same thing. Like what are, what are people going to remember you by? You know, are they going to remember you by you being on the radio? Are they going to remember how many years you put in? Are they going to remember you by the work you put in in the community? And for me, right now, that's what it's about. I want people to remember. I want to leave something behind where it's like, yo, Larry started this program or Larry helped with this program or Larry helped me do this or Larry helped me do that. You know, because, you know, dealing when, when you start to deal deal with violence in the city and you go to candlelight visual after candlelight visual, you start to really think, like, one day I'm going to have to lay right here. Mm-hmm. No matter how I get here, yeah. one day I'm going to have to lay right here. Yeah. And um, when you lay right there, you just want people to be like, yo, you don't want people to cry and be sorrow, but you want them to be angry that you're gone. You want them to miss the fact that you're not going to laugh at them every day or or miss the fact that you brought something to their life that they can use yeah. for their life. So yeah. that's where I'm at. And it's kind of like the same place you are right now. Yeah, yeah. Stop trying to be successful. Start being significant. Right, right. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to tell all of our sponsors why we think they're significant. Because they pay the bills. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't Cut go, the check. No, I'm just kidding. Don't, go, don't you go anywhere. Stay right here. Solution Real Huddle, ESPN Charlotte. Carolina Volkswagen is not only known for their locally owned top customer service and no haggling approach since 1991, they also feature one of the area's top service departments. Visit Carolina Volkswagen today at 7800 East Independence Boulevard and discover why their service department is so well respected. Online at carolinavw.com. Alpha Graphics Charlotte, located in Pineville, is a marketing and print solutions company that helps businesses of all sizes. They provide services such as graphic design, printing, signage, direct mail, promotional products, and expert project execution with the ultimate goal of promoting your brand to get noticed and get business. Contact Alpha Graphics Charlotte in Pineville today and let them show you all the different types of marketing and branding solutions that they can provide. Hey, this is Titus Bartolotta from Collaborative Solutions Group. Yeah, I'm an author. I'm a busy uh, business professional. I own multiple companies. But the truth is, I'm a father, I'm a husband, and I am in my home all the time. I wanted to take just a quick minute and share with the whole world uh, that my good friend, Danny Castillo of Quality Air of the Carolinas, has done some amazing things in our home. They've helped to make our air quality far more clean, healthy, and pure. I recommend everybody take a moment to reach out to their company and find out how you can improve the quality of air in your home too. Think about how much your car does for you. Carrying you around, getting you to places on time, the kids do appointments, taking you for a night on the town, and even plays the radio for you while you're driving. 
So consider everything your car does for you. Is it a time you did something nice for your car? Bring your car into your local Jiffy Lube for a signature service oil change with Pennzoil Motor Oil. We will check, inspect, and fill vital fluids, ensuring your car is ready for whatever you ask of it, and you won't even have to lift a finger. Get on your car's good side today with a signature service oil change at Jiffy Lube. All right, and we're back. Thank you again to each and every person that invests, that loves, that cares about this program. Our sponsors, our listeners, everyone. Hey, listen, if you're trying to get some more exposure for your business, you're trying to move the needle, it's not hard to do it. Uh, Be a part of Solutions from the Huddle. We'd love to have you in the family. The ESPN brand is not too bad as well. Chris, it's easy. What do they need to do? Yeah, just send me an email, chris at ESPN730.com. Chris at ESPN730.com. No Limit Larry here, Power 98 here in Charlotte. I love the fact that he's not only on the radio and and, and being a huge influence, but this is his home too. This is where... He grew up, and I think that's awesome. And I wonder, as you have all of these, I mean, you've got great ideas. You're obviously mm-hmm. extremely active in the community. You're, you're a great influence on a lot of people. Um, have you ever thought about taking it from the radio to public office? I mean, do you have people talk to you like Woo! that? Man? Yeah, I mean, and you know what? A lot of people have been pushing that on yeah. me lately. They was like, man, you need to do this. You need to run for city council. <laughs> you need to run for mayor. Yeah. And I always say no. I think I, I like to remain amongst the people and help the people Right here on the ground. I think a lot of times when you get pushed to office or you go into office, you tend to become a suit. You become you become you're still a representative of of the people, and you need people in there. But you also need soldiers on the ground. It's kind of like the armed forces of the United States. You got the Marines, you got the Navy, you got the Air Force, you got the Army, you got the National Guard, you got the Coast Guard, and everybody does different things. So I just want to be a part of the soldiers with the boots on the ground, and that's the Army and the Navy. So mm-hmm. that's what I want to do. Yeah. And the Marines. This is a sports station. You're wearing your Charlotte Hornet yes, sir. jacket today. Yes, sir. I'm, Huge Charlotte Hornet fan. I, I get a sense that you are very connected to the sports world. Yes, sir. Well. I, I need a sports show <laughs> on ESPN. Can they give me a sports show? Well, I need a sports show. No, I got my. I already got my sports name and everything. You know what I mean? Loudmouth Larry, because I'm loud. Uh, I'm the black dick by tail. Give me a sports show, ESPN. Cut the check. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> what is your connection with the athletes in town, and and do they get behind a lot of the things that, that you're talking about? Um, you know, absolutely. Because you know, um, I don't really call them out, but you know, people ask me about them. And you know, a lot. Believe it or not, a lot of athletes want to be in the. They want to be in the community, and a lot of them who are not from here or just coming in the city, they don't know how. So they have to approach somebody like myself, and and they, they and they come all the time. One one big person that comes to mind is, of course, is Thomas Davis from the formerly of the Carolina Panthers, yeah. now of the Los Angeles Chargers. Like he does so much, and I don't think he gets enough credit. And he's not even looking for the credit. Thomas is just a genuine person who really wants to help in the community of Charlotte. Even though he's not playing here this year, he's still here doing stuff, and he's still going to continue to do stuff here. Um, Another one is Cam Newton. I think a lot of people look at Cam Newton, the football player, but they don't look at Cam Newton, the philanthropist. And he does a lot in this city too. And and when I say a lot, a lot of stuff Cam does is not talked about, believe it or not. Like, he does stuff at Thomasburg Elementary, I know for a fact. Harden um, High School, he does a lot. And he, he's just always willing to give back. Um, Kimba Walker does a lot in the community. Steph Curry. Steph Curry came here doing an NBA All-Star game, and I don't know if people know, but he put three basketball courts here. Three in his home city. He put three courts here himself, and his brand with uh, Under Armour put three courts here in the city. That's huge. And I've seen the impact that he's already had with these basketball courts because – I, like I said, I coach basketball, so I go around to the different gyms, 
and it's just it's just so dope to see players out there playing basketball on the Steph Curry court. But you know, and and so when you start talking about philanthropy, you start talking my language. I mean, the the Lotta Foundation. Yep. Um, the Mooresville Soup Kitchen, Charlotte Rescue Center. I mean, Boys and Girls Club. Humane. I mean, there's so many things. I remember that four years ago, maybe almost five years ago now, I read a report that Charlotte, Mecklenburg County, was the number two in the whole country for the statistic that if you start off in poverty, you die in poverty. If you're a nine-year-old that's poor, broke, hungry, homeless, struggling today, you end up being a 29, 39, 49, 59-year-old that's poor, broke, struggling, and hungry. And I thought, man, we got as many churches and charities per cap as anywhere in the country. We got, we got pro teams. We got athletes. We got millionaires. We got, we got money. What's going on? What's different? And and how do we make a change? You know, how do we how do we impact that? The fact that you you know uh, have more chance to get out of poverty in Compton or Detroit. You can't get water in Michigan, but you can get out of poverty. But you can't get out of poverty in Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, we need more no limit Larrys. We need more Thomas Davises. We need more folks that are willing to grab arms with each other and say. Let's not do a little. Let's do a lot of good. Yeah, and you're absolutely right because on the other side of that, you got to look at Charlotte's the number two banking capital in the United States. So the money is here. So it's like, what are y'all doing with y'all money yeah. that y'all are not pulling people up out of poverty? That's right. And you, the third part of that now in the city is the housing crisis. Yeah. Because you got all these people with money over here, and you got these other people in poverty that are staying there. So that means that the people with money are staying where they are, and the people in poverty are staying where they are. So we got to meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. So that's well, what I we love do. you know some of the community events that I've seen you do, which have seen really organic. You get on social media, five billion people show up. It's I awesome. wish. I love it. <laughs> if you guys are not following, what's that? What's the ads for Instagram? Oh, at no leasy n o l e e z y. That's right. And and there's a community pop up events that you're doing all the time where you're encouraging people. I don't care what side of the line you're on. Right. I've I've heard you say I don't care if you're rich or poor, if you're it if you're matter. white or black, it don't matter. Come meet here on this day at this time, and let's talk about it. Let's let's show camaraderie. Let's let's put the guns down. Let's forget about the poverty situation. Let's come as human beings right. and occupy the same space at the same time. Because believe it or not, we all want want the same thing. We all want to wake up. We all want to eat. We all want somebody to love us, and we all want to go back home. We all want the same things. Yeah. So if we can get if we can throw the mess out of the the things that we want, and and meet and talk and become more diverse. And what we do, I think we'll be okay. And and don't get don't get it twisted. Now Charlotte is a great city. Yeah. To, a great place to live, a great place to work. We're a safe city. We just going through a troubled time. We we're going through we're going through a growing pain. That's yeah. all it is. And the thing one about of the fastest it is, growing cities. Yes, we are. That, so that's right. the other part of it. Yeah. We're one of the fastest growing cities because everybody's moving here. Yeah. But because everybody's moving here from different places, they're bringing the mentality with them yeah. you got chicago moving in yeah. you got new york yeah. moving in you got atlanta you got florida you got la so everybody's moving in and they're bringing that mentality with with them we got to teach them how we live in charlotte, in charlotte. it's not your city you're coming right. from so I, we as charlatans got to step up to the plate too you know i mean i love that analogy because people that have uh, a front lawn uh you know they do all this work to keep it green <laughs> and cut but right. then your neighbor ain't doing nothing right and then all of a sudden you start getting weeds in your yard because your neighbor ain't taking care of his yard or her yard. Oh, they're going to hit you with the HOA? They they you know, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's you're going to do something to that, y'all. You know, you're right. <laughs> but the bottom line is you're talking about how uh, maybe we're not influencing uh, the folks that are coming here as much as they're influencing uh, us. Right. And we need to make sure that, we, that, that we're proud. I mean, I'm from New York, but this is home. I've been here over 25 years. I right. love Charlotte. I mean, I've, I've made this joke that there was a TV show uh, called The Dome. 
and it was this dome over this city. I almost want to put a dome. Mm-hmm. And here's what I want to say. Like, you know, you hear all this wall talk around the country. I want to put a wall around North Carolina. And here's the deal. Anybody can come in. But you got you to gotta be a good, quality, awesome, amazing human being. And, and then we're we going to have a one-for-one. Because one, population, we're we getting a little overpopulated. We are. And so if one person comes in, we got to kick one person out. <laughs> I don't care who it is. You're going to get a call <laughs> randomly one day. And you're going to be like, hold on one second. And you're going to answer your phone. And you're going to go, what? Tom and Sarah came? I don't and I, me and Janet got to leave. Yeah, y'all got to go. We got a new couple here. Sorry. Um, but no, we, we really need to make sure that, that the pride we have in this community is something that we, we're not quiet about, right? We need to get loud about it. Um, you know, my favorite, since we're, we're on a sports station, my favorite sports team is the New England Football Patriots. One, and that's one, the end of the show right there. <laughs> <laughs> one thing they always ask when they're looking at a player, is he a Patriot? Meaning, does he fit what we're doing? Hmm. We need to start doing the same things in our city. If they if they don't fit what we're doing, we need to get them out of here. Yeah. Whatever, however, however, yeah. Because we we have to get people to fit what we're doing in our city. Because like I said, this murder rate is crazy right now. This housing crisis is crazy right now. We got to get people to fit what we're doing. We're closing the show out. Give them the hashtags. Give them the at signs one more time so they can start following. No Leezy for Sheezy. Follow me um, on Instagram at No Leezy, N-O-L-E-E. That's two E's, E-E-Z-Y. And um, on my Facebook, Larry Mims. That's my name. That's who yeah. I am. And I just started a, uh, helped start a new organization, The United Neighborhoods of Charlotte. You can follow that on Facebook and on Instagram at The U-N-N-O-C. I love it. Guys, don't you miss an episode ever. Always tune in right here, 7.30 The Game. I want to come back! And we're going to have Larry back each and every time. Don't miss ESPN. <laughs> and I want a sports show! And team-csg.com and get this man a sports show. We'll see you next time. Right, right now! Here. Hey guys, Titus Bartolotta here, your host for Solutions from the Huddle. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in today. And if you want to stay involved and engaged in the show, we ask that you come back every Saturday morning at 10.30 a.m. If you want to listen to the show on demand and online, be sure to check out all major podcast channels by searching for Solutions from the Huddle. Thanks again for your support. We hope you come back.